All right. Back again. Back for another week. Imagine that. And still, it's another week where we're not doing anything um, new release because there was nothing no, this week. No, um, not a single artist released anything new. Not yeah, it was just a week. musical drought. A musical <laughs> drought, if you will. Yeah. So um, we're actually going back to something that we said we were going to review at one point, and then we didn't. Much the to the chagrin of some of our our listeners. Much. We always try our best to do new albums, to get you our hot take on what's hot, current in music. Hot takes, yeah. But when there's nothing coming out, you sometimes have to get a little creative. Yeah, you have to maybe be a little introspective. And a little extrospective. Is that a thing? I don't think so. Mm. Well, <laughs> it should be. Um, before we get into it, though, Simon, how was your weekend? How was your week? What What's the hot gossip? I mean, not a lot of hot gossip besides... Uh, the hot press passes that we received to go uh, to the concert that we're going to be chatting about. But we can get to that later. We'll, we'll get to that in a sec. Yeah. How about you, Aaron? I, um, you know, not much is, has really happened in my life, I don't think, either. But yeah. I do, um, probably the biggest thing on my mind is the Leah Michelle funny girl news. I mean, how, how, do, we, how do I forget about that? <laughs> no, like... I, what is going on? Did you watch Glee? Did you watch Glee? I watched the first season and I knew it was getting a little too kooky for me after that. I was like, okay, this pregnancy storyline, I think I'm out. You know what? I would say that Glee, like I've, I've watched every episode at least, at least once. Not surprising. Yeah. Most of the episodes I've seen like a couple times. Mm -hmm. Um, it's really good. One through three is like kind of the... The true storyline. Okay, okay. After three, it starts to go the bonus Jonas episodes. You know, like the, <laughs> sure. just the the we're still getting paychecks. People are paying us to be here, and yeah. the ratings are coming in. There you go. Fourth season, great. Fifth season was just like abysmal. Mm-hmm. That was the season where Corey Monteith, Finn Hudson, like main died, character, died. died yeah. The first of many deaths in that cast. Yeah, it's a bit of a cursed cast. The, uh, <laughs> to say that and way. I kind of wonder who is. Doing the curses, cough, cough, maybe our gal Leah. I'm no comment, Leah, if you're listening. Leah, I love you. I, um, you know, you're great. Can't wait to see you in Funny Girl when we get our press pass. When we get our press pass for Funny Girl. But, like, (laughs) in the show, she, like, notoriously was, one of her biggest songs was Don't Rain On My Parade, which is from Funny Girl. Right. And she, like, was going all about, like, um how she wanted to be on it. And then by like the end of the fifth season, she was Fanny Bryce in Funny Girl on Broadway. Wow. Like art imitates life. It just makes me go one. I think she is truly cursing her cast members for her own success. (laughs) She's like, who can I, who can I write off with some witchy witchcraft to get Mm -hmm. what I need? Mm -hmm. But then there's also like one thing I sent you today that like, I didn't even know it was a conspiracy theory, but like, (laughs) Leah Michelle can't read that, that yeah. conspiracy theory. There's like a 40-minute YouTube video that someone condensed down into like a two-minute TikTok. Yeah. That's but it's what like, TikTok is for. It truly, like, I mean, like, for all intents and purposes, the evidence provided isn't, like, not tangible. Foolproof, I would say. You know? But, like, everyone is making all of these jokes of, like, how is she going to know her lines? And I'm like, one, she knew her lines from Glee. She had well, to do it there. Well, because, according to that TikTok, Ryan Murphy read her her lines. 
which all you have to do is go line. Right. You know, and then they give and you And that's a classic actor-actress thing. So that's not going to raise any flags, you mm-hmm. know? You'd be like, she's she's an actress. She needs her line. And how do you know a song? You listen to the song. Yeah. Not hard. Not hard. Easy Memorize. peasy. Yeah. But that's kind of been on my mind because I, I feel a little bit bad for, um, what's her name? Bernie? Beanie Feldstein. Beanie Feldstein. Yeah. Feel a little bit bad for her. I can't imagine, yeah. you know. Um, but she was on. The, the thing is, is like literally nine days ago, she was on Seth Meyers, and she was like, "I'm having the best time," and blah blah oh, blah. Oh no! Just it was. That's it was. It, it was what it was. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, you know what, Beanie. I think everything happens for a reason. What's so <laughs> weird though is I think that Leah Michelle has officially done like the the boomerang U turn in terms of like the public like craving this we like it is like an obsession right now i wish she would kind of lean into this villain narrative a little bit just be like yeah i didn't come here to make friends i came here to be a funny girl you know what i think that she probably is at this Mm, point like that is kind of probably um (laughs) well i'll definitely be watching her career she has not had a career in like a a while. while it's been a while but now, now she's gonna be here. She's gonna do it. She's gonna get it done. And I absolutely might have to make my trip over to New York to see her. You know, fun fact: uh, Real Housewife of New York Countess Luanne de Lesseps did tweet out that she was available to play Funny Girl if they wanted her. The- and the thing is, I don't <coughs> like. It was meant to be like a ha ha joke, joke. But you know, she wasn't joking. Um, the other thing that. I have no idea, no context of, sure. don't know anything about it, about it is the Jen Shah of it all. Oh my God. I could, that could be the whole episode today. Well, like, just give me, give me the, the okay. 30 second TikTok. 30 second TikTok. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which is very new. There's only been two seasons, sure. right? Yep. It came on, onto the world stage, blew us all away. We want more. Come to find Jen Shaw, one of the housewives, you know, she's she's living truly in excess, like the most outrageous fashions, like, but her husband is a assistant coach for a D1 football team. And like not even Nothing like makes sense not even like the assistant coach. Like he's like a special one. teams assistant coach or something. So there are a lot of questions around like, where's this money coming from? How are you? What's going on here? Turns out she was accused of um, running some sort of marketing scheme that targeted the elderly. And um, it turns out it was true. Turns out, well, technically she's pled guilty. She said this is true, whether or not it actually was. (laughs) And I don't know a lot about the law, but I have to say, famously, who who saw this coming? (laughs) Pretty much everyone. Everyone's on this coming. But I yeah. feel like she's not. She's like one of like thirty housewives. Yeah, essentially at this point that house, are like housewives is becoming a, a true crime show. Yeah, rather than like a reality show. Like who's the other gal? Uh, Erica Jane. Yeah, yeah. So famously, her husband, uh, lawyer Tom Girardi, is accused of uh, stealing money from like widows, uh, plane crash victims from their settlement funds. So, yeah. And and that one was also, like, kind of proven to be true, but the kind of the... Where we're at now with that one is 
whether or not Erica was, she knew about it and was involved, yes. right? That's yes. kind of the... Yes, that is her major storyline last season, this season, probably for a bit until it's resolved. But it is fascinating to see her reaction to all of it. And she is, let's just say, not really painting herself in a super positive light, like not giving us a lot of reason to really root for her. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't really help that. No. Um, what are you going to do? Other things that I just had to bring up. Yes, please. Sothor on Friday. Okay. Um, Marvel fanboy. Marvel yeah. fanboy. It is very Taikiki. Taika Waititi, I think is there his name. Taika Waititi is his name. Yeah. Um, He's from Down Under. Down Under. There you go. But I, as a Marvel movie, it was like a little bit kind of, uh, mm-hmm. the comedy was great. Okay. Natalie Portman, though, like shouldn't be in um, Not- any Taika films because she just doesn't like. She was trying to land humor and it didn't come off as humor, or okay. it like okay. it just it felt very inauthentic. Okay. And then the final thing I wanted to bring up yes. was, and this kind of relates to how we are now nine minutes in and we have yeah. barely discussed anything, <laughs> is if you are listening and your name um, is two letters long. <laughs> Um, I have news for you. This is our podcast, not yours. This seems pointed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We got some feedback this week that that maybe maybe we um, spend a little bit too much time gabbing about things that aren't related to the (laughs) album we're reviewing. Do we spend 40 minutes sometimes before we even get into the episode? Maybe. The the album we're discussing. But some of of that's the best content. Yeah. Like people, people listen for us. Yeah, and Not you know for what? The music. Some of us didn't really want to talk about the Muna album, anyways. So you know, I, I famously came around to it. You did. I famously came around. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting some, some signals here from the crowd. Yeah, no. <laughs> my comments are not appreciated. You're, you're, you're not on the right side of history with this one. I don't think. Yeah, during this was during Pride Month, wasn't it? That I yeah, I, I it was Muna. famously Pride Weekend album. It was like came yeah. out on the Friday of Pride Weekend. I am a famously anti queer. Mm, that's 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 it. really tough. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of queers, yeah, we are here and reviewing another queer artist. She's not actually not allegedly. What that? Yeah, we'll get into that. I could have swore Ray, friend of the pod Rochelle Ray has a lot to say on this, which is hoping. Well, I'm hoping we can get some sort of blurb, some call a friend. You know, get her thoughts on this. Because she sent over... Uh, She's married to a man, Aaron. A TikTok thingy... Not TikTok. Yeah. Was it a tic-tac-toe? <laughs> it's it's one of grid, those, those good, grid charts that talks chaotic about... Chaotic evil and good and the whole yeah, thing of like the... Yeah. What was it like? And it was like mask, femme, top, bottom energy. Yeah, and this was yeah. on it. This album oh, was on it. Yeah, for sure. So like... Yeah. Would have thought... <laughs> I remember the amount of like adjectives that she put before like talking about Mitski. It was like yeah, witchy, queer, femme, Asian, mm-hmm. woman, like this, that, the other thing. And I was yeah. like, I don't even know what half those things are. Look, they're multi-layered. There are a lot of words <laughs> that you gotta put in before you get to the name. But I loved yeah. I loved every single like that that interview is so fun. So Ray, if you're fun. listening. Oh, and she always is. Always listening. Always is. Um, but we're reviewing like an album that I think, or an artist that I think that she originally wanted to be on the podcast for, 
right? Yes, I, I got a lot of flack from from Ray when we did not end up reviewing this album. It almost broke us. But you, but, but you know, you know what, Ray, if you're listening, we do normally try to stick to upcoming releases, new release mm-hmm. albums. We don't tend to like to go back to old schools. No, we try to be hot and fresh. Here. And so like, for all intents and purposes, if there's another Japanese Breakfast album, come on in. Oh, you're there. You're there. You're there. Turns out, could have probably had a run for the the video game album, Sable or whatever it's Sable. called. Sable, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think we're, we're we. I don't think we've said the name of the artist. It's no, Japanese we Breakfast. <laughs> the album is Jubilee, and the reason why we were like, you know what, let's do that this week, is because Japanese Breakfast was here. In first concert Ave. this week on Monday. The iconic first Ave. Simon, did you go? Um, <laughs> did we go is the question. Did we get press passes? Okay, everyone, um, <laughs> take a quick minute to um, write down your answer on your answer sheet. Yep. We'll give you a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, and it turns out, yes, we yes, were there. we did. We were there on a Monday. On a Monday. On a Monday. And you know how tough it is when you're getting to be 30? It's going out on a Monday. It's really tough. Like, I'm I'm the type of person that's usually in bed by 10. Like I don't even have that excuse. I'm just lazy, I think. You know, that's yeah. that's still an excuse to have. Sure. It yeah. was a busy weekend, you know. You always Monday busy. is usually the day I want to like do nothing. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. But we did we did make some kind of some exceptions. We said we're not going to go to this opening act. Unfortunately, gonna... <laughs> I would like to, I would actually like to go see them at some point. But you know, sometimes you have to meet yourself where you're at. And I, where I was at yesterday was I'm going for Japanese breakfast. <laughs> and, and so funny enough, we literally, if it wasn't for friends of the pod, Leighton and Vinny. Mm-hmm. saying, oh, I'm going to these shows next week. And then he, they were like, we're going to, to Mitski on Thursday and Japanese Breakfast on Monday. I was like... Ding, ding, ding. Idea. Idea. We'll record on Tuesday. Let's let's do a concert review like we did for, for Lord's Solar Power. Exactly. Which got critically acclaimed reviews. Yes. Was in all of the local papers. Huge also in the, the Philippines. Mm-hmm. They, they love, love us there. The yeah, okay, I, I don't want to like dismiss our Philippine fans because I'm sure that they actually are from Philippines. Yeah. But you know what clicked to me the other day? No, don't. Do I want to know? Ignorance is bliss, Aaron, tell me. NordVPN and all the other <laughs> VPN services, you can choose where you're you're gonna be like What are you trying to say? All our fans are tuning in from Philippines on their VPN? I'm saying that maybe the VPN is skewing where our audience is coming from. Okay. Especially abroad. Mm-hmm. Um well you know what? The rankings are sticking on Apple Podcasts, so... We're taking it. We're taking it. Every <laughs> listen is a listen. That's right. For every listen, we listen a little more. That's right. So, Aaron, we thought we would uh, just do, like, a brief rundown of the concert, do a little concert review, if you will, and then get into our normal review of Jubilee, which, again, not a 2022 album, but so what? Who cares? Who cares? Um... So Simon, walking into the the concert, yeah, it was a an indoor mask show. It was a yes. show that like in, first half doesn't require 
that anymore. Like no, you don't need was, to. This but, is artist request. Which the last time I had one of those was Phoebe Bridgers. Actually, the last time I had this request was Japanese Breakfast because she was at First Ave not too long ago. She's kind of doing a, a loop-de-loop coming back into town. Six months, right? Something like that. That's like... Yeah. Wow. I know, but hey, no complaints here. And I was... I was First Ave posted this morning. They're like, did someone get the video of her saying blah, blah, blah? And what like they thought that she was saying was that six months ago... It didn't sell out, and this time it did, and like she was like crying. Do you remember when she like made that that comment about yeah, it? Yeah, they misheard that. She there was a moment in the concert where she was talking about the first time she was here months back, where she was unhappy with how she performed, and that's why oh. she was in the parking lot, like really upset. Like, you know, this is my chance at first to have. I'm never going to be able to come back again. Ha ha! Here ha-ha. we are again. So the rumor on the street is that you have to perform at first or sell out at first have five times to get a star. Well, she keeps it up. If she keeps it up. She's, I would she's like two fifths of the way there probably. First half is like one of the more iconic venues in in it's the most iconic venue in Minnesota. Absolutely. Probably you know, probably what? in top twenty of the country. Of, yeah. Like it is it's a big deal. Prince. I would like, you know what? If I was like a fucking big band, I'd be like, let me do five nights, knock it out, call it a day, get my star. <laughs> Let's do, you know, five shows in one year. Right. Super mm-hmm. special. No agenda behind this. We just love Minnesota. Wow. It just so happens that we're doing five nights back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would do it. Yeah. Why not? We can, you know what? In a couple months, gonna we are going to be big enough that we're going to yeah. do five nights of recording at, at First, First Avenue. Avenue. Yeah. It's going to sell out. It's going to sell out. Yeah. We're going to need to prep some lines about, you know, like the first time we went, we weren't so sure it was going to work out mm-hmm. and we cried in the parking lot, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And I had IBS in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Like things like that. <laughs> Definitely. Can't wait. Um... <laughs> I'm manifesting that for the future. I love that. I am. I really am. So, Aaron, first things first, let's talk the merch. Uh, so we arrived 15 minutes early, and we were like, you know what? Let's go check out the merch. We're both graphic design uh, phenoms ourselves. Love, know? yeah. We have our famous <laughs> bopper flat mug. We know a thing or two yeah. about graphic design, okay? So we get in, and first things the first I'm seeing, there's a great spread. There's a lot to choose from. There were a lot of options. A lot. Bucket yeah. hat. Regular hat. Tote. Guitar pick. Chopsticks. Long sleeve. Button. Short sleeve. Another short sleeve. <laughs> and New York Times best-selling book, because that's right, Japanese Breakfast, she doesn't just do music. She wrote a fucking book. She wrote a fucking book. A memoir, Not- if you will. Have you ever written a, written a book? Um, no, that's going to be... I'm saving that for when I'm a little older. So I already have. Yeah. Um, How'd that go? Self-published? Actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's one of those, like, you can buy it for 99 cents on Kindle? One of those? No, it is uh, when I was in, like, the first and second grade. We'd do oh. fun projects <laughs> where we'd, like, write what? everything. And then you get to bind the book. Okay, well, Aaron, by that standard, yeah, I've wrote, like, five books. Oh, yeah. I'm a multi-title <laughs> author. <laughs> New York Times move over. That's right. They honestly probably would have been New York Times bestsellers if, like, 
the New York Times existed back then. Yeah. You know? Famously, it wasn't a thing until like 2001. I yeah. Think. Yeah. It's a pretty new thing. New thing. Yeah. <laughs> but the merch was like really, really cool. It was really fucking cool. It was all like, you could tell it belonged in the same collection, if you will, as they say. I think an, an artist that does well with merch is they're going to be the ones that make like bank on tour. Well, I have to say, usually you go and you see a, a concert tee, you're paying 50 bucks. Things were pretty reasonably priced. What what were they? A regular tee, $30. For for like concert merch, I say that's not bad. That's not bad that's at not all. That's not bad at all. Yeah. They had their vinyls available for like 25 bucks. That's very good. Um there was a poster for one of the songs, Kokomo, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was so cute. I thought about getting it, but I didn't. But I did end up buying a shirt. And which one did you buy? There was a really cool... Um, so two of the songs, Posing in Bondage and Be Sweet, both had... Uh, one had a long sleeve, one had a short sleeve. But they both had this like stylized illustration on the front. that like had an anime do, type thing. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Um, and I got the one for Be Sweet. And it's... Adorable. It is so cool. It would have been the one I would have bought. Yeah. Japanese breakfast isn't like anywhere in my kind of sphere of normal listens. Sure. Mm -hmm. So this show, like for me, going into like the songs, there really weren't. I knew the album that we were going to be reviewing today. Right, but you're pretty new. You're from pretty the fresh. couple, yeah, from the couple listens I did. Yeah, but yeah, outside yeah. of that, like none of the other stuff I knew. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, I wasn't going to buy a shirt, but I love right. to buy concert shirts. I just have to be better about it. I have to like pick and you choose, know, I you know? did just enough of an edible where I was like, yeah, I need another t-shirt. I could do this. I need yeah. another t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks so fucking cool though. I was it's like, a really good shirt. Yeah. yeah. It was a good move. Have you ever bought, like, what's the worst piece of concert merch you've bought? Like in terms oh of where you're like, God. this was no creativity. Oh my God. I mean, just anyone that's like here's the cover art and here are the tour dates on the back. I've probably bought that before when I was young and dumb. Um, Stupid. You're literally reading the example I want to bring up for filth. (laughs) Cough, cough, Lady Gaga, Joanne. I fucking have that shirt. Wow. But I like the thing for me is I always, if I'm going to buy a concert tee, I want it to be the one that has the dates in the back because I want it Mm -hmm. to be very clear. I went to the show. Sure. And it's a memory of the show. To be fair, Joanne cover, iconic. It's an iconic cover. Iconic cover. And this was the Joanne tour Mm -hmm. cover. So it was like, she wasn't, it wasn't the normal album cover. It was the face forward. That's way better. That's way better. Way better, but it was just a big, huge printed on square. You know what I mean? You have expressed in the past that you don't like art contained in a square. Am I correct? For a concert (laughs) merch? No, yeah. Like, please no. (laughs) Let let it be, like, mostly shirt with, like, a fun design on it. Please. Right, right. Um, But so, yeah, you ended up going to get a shirt at the end of the show. Yes, absolutely. The crowd. What was the crowd like to you? I would say generally good vibes. It was pretty chill. Um, Everyone wore a mask. Mm-hmm. There was yep. no one trying to get out of the rules there, you know. Um, but yeah, pretty chill. You never really know. So I've been to a couple shows at First Ave where I was just like, this crowd energy mama. There are some some artists Ooh. that I think, even if they had a mask mandate, 
people wouldn't abide by it. You think? I think Japanese breakfast, the the Venn diagram of people that respect mask mandates and oh, yeah. people fully at, covered that listen fully to fully covered. There's absolutely yeah, yeah. same circle, absolutely. same circle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so she started at about nine fifteen. Yeah, pretty. I'm mean, like, this is Monday. It's pretty late. And I got one of the things. So I'd say overall, the show was um, was pretty good. I actually, yeah, I had a wonderful time. Highlights of it, I think, for me, were the the light production. Whatever Incredible. was going on there Incredible. was like truly amazing. Mm. The, the lighting would change based on the mood of the song and would like flash in different ways. And yeah. it was just, it was really an engaging way to, um, to kind of keep our attention. Yeah. Yeah. Especially during songs that were like a little bit slower or mm-hmm. whatever else. Mm-hmm. But my one kind of big piece of feedback, and I don't know if this is just me. Michelle, oh, are you listening? Michelle, honor. please. <laughs> Aaron has advice for you on your wildly successful tour. You... Well, only three dates sold out, so. Okay, you know. I mean. Okay. <laughs> All right, keep going. Wildly successful for Sav date, sure. Absolutely. She performed her, and I, this is like even based off Apple Music, her two most popular songs, or like two of her most popular songs, at the very start of the show. Yeah. And then like. It was a bang. And you would have thought, okay, maybe there's a bop that she's going to be putting in her encore, but I'm not kidding you, the encore songs were probably the dullest of the bunch. You know what? I had a very interesting journey with the encore songs because at first, when she first came out, I was a little nervous. I was like, ooh, she's going acoustic. That's kind of interesting. All right. But as the members of the band slowly trickled on, it was a things, build things built up. It got real funky. And by the second song, I was like, that was actually a really interesting choice of encore songs. I wasn't mad at it. It was really interesting. I but went, it was definitely not what you would expect from an encore. No, it was yeah. truly like jam band session for seven minutes. Yeah. Like that's what it ended up being. It was, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. But I could see why, it, especially if you're like newer to Japanese breakfast, it'd be like, this is kind of bizarre. Right. This is weird. <laughs> Other thing too, and that I don't know if you picked up on it, is the... The band all kind of had the outfit of, I want to say, outcast prom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. genderqueer. Yeah. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. was... Uh, Which we do have to call out. Michelle wearing a lovely Tom Brown uniform. Oh, big fan of Tom Brown. Who's Tom Brown? Tom Brown is... I'm sure you've seen his clothes before. His signature is like this highly tailored suit with like he has a red white and blue stripe kind of motif in his clothing a lot like lebron james wears his clothes a lot um like he has he'll outfit entire like this is kind of i don't know why this is the first example that's coming to my head but a lot of sports teams he out he does their outfits and you can tell when a team is wearing tom brown like his look is so signature but he's just a very exciting american designer um, fun fact, I kind of wanted to intern for him, but didn't. I, I interned for Todd Snyder, who we love. Hi, Todd Snyder. Hi, Todd. Um, but I was always like, oh, I wonder what's going over, going on over at Tom Brown. Yeah. Yeah. And she she kills that look. She looks so good. So I, I don't know what the Tom Brown look is, but that look. 
loved. Uh, yeah. It's basically that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, one of the other comments I made was, I really wish I lived in a different country where like, or at least different state where the average height of people wasn't like six feet. It's tough here in Minnesota. Like we're tall. I'm five ten and a half. And you were short at that concert. I was short at that concert. <laughs> I was almost short. Clocking in at six two and three quarters. We were at the very, very back. Yes, this is we, true. We truly could have just like scooted our way out of there in, in, a, in a hot second, no issue. Yeah. But I swear, there was like a wall, like the, the Great Wall of China level tallness. That's true. The entire back area. And so it was just kind of like, well, I guess I'm going to have to try and like <laughs> look between these two people's heads the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. honestly, whatever. It, yeah. it was my first time being that far back at a concert, too, though. Like, I've. Yeah, we were <laughs> gabbing before the concert. So our own fault. Well, we also arrived like. Yeah, pretty late. Really, pretty yeah. late. And that was the other thing too, is that like a lot of times you can, you can show up like a half hour before the, 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 or the final act and you'll be able to find your way to the front. Oh yeah. Or find your way at least like into people, a good spot. People were there. It was already packed like sardines <laughs> yeah. when we arrived. Yeah. It was, a it was hard bit. to get to the bar. Hard to get to the bar. To get my white claw, my 24 ounce white claw. <laughs> Okay. Most gigantic. It, it wasn't a huge white claw. One thing I want to point out about white claw is it's not made with natural flavors. It's yes. just made with flavors. Yeah, it's it says on the can hard seltzer with flavors, <laughs> which is you know. Yeah, I'm. I'm, not I'm drinking a press right now, and it says with natural flavors. White claw just said just flavors, with flavors. That's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> what those flavors are, who knows? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Um, so yeah, lighting was incredible. Her mm-hmm. vocals were so good. Um, but to speak to, because we'd mentioned, but she had this moment where she was talking about her first time at First Dab and she was really disappointed with how it went. And me and Ray were both at that concert. And I don't think it she performed poorly. I just think there was something weird going on with the sound mixing where yeah. it was, the balance wasn't quite there. And it was a little difficult to hear her in comparison to the rest of what was going on. But still right. a great show. But this one was definitely like, a lot set, the second time was improved for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other thing I just wanted to point out, like a concert observation that I noticed, mm-hmm. and I don't like. I don't know if it's true, but it came up in my head because I was also like a little bit high. Okay. Yeah. Um. Was like girls in dresses. Like yeah. there, there was a, a guy and a girl in front of us that were like very clearly dancing on each other the whole show. Hot. And I think she was wearing a dress and I was like, I wonder if like that's a thing that people do is they like will wear a dress and like pull it up and like, <laughs> I won't finish that. Sure. But like it yeah. went through my head and I was like, straight people are wild and out with dresses. It think, turns out I dresses. I think you're right. Yeah. Why? Like we need to you abolish should... gender norms. Come on, Harry Styles. I think you should try it. Get a friend and wear you know, a dress I'm, to a I'm concert. I'm famously going to market days in, in a couple of months, in a couple, a couple of weeks. Yeah, wear a dress to one of those circuit parties. Yeah, it, it just a, it's a casual way of we'll giving yourself some out. privacy while like also... It's a nice breeze as well, you know. Try it out. Why not? I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, I'll go shopping with you. We'll find, we'll find, we'll find a dress. really tasteful number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. We want to make sure we got the right silhouette and everything. It's got to hug my ass. Yeah. One of my favorite things that I've finally discovered is there's this brand of shorts called LASC. 
Okay. I'm and I'm not kidding you, Simon. They do the thing that I've always wanted, which is like hug in between the cheeks a little bit. Yes. So your cheeks are separate. And so your cheeks look good. I'm not I am the amount of the amount of compliments I get when I wear those fucking shorts. Is this a new uh, sponsor, by the way? Um, use promo code BOPPERFLOP yeah, to see I if it is. <laughs> I'm going to need a link. It, yeah. They, they're always, they're like so sold out though. Like, <sighs> but you can probably. But for someone in the uh, music commentary oh, podcast yeah. biz. We can make some, we can make a, do, col- do a collab. Yeah. We can make something happen. <laughs> you know, you help me, I help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm, exactly <laughs> that. Um, yeah, overall, I'd say that the show, it, it wowed me. It excited me. Yes. Um, worth going out on a Monday. Definitely, um, yeah, worth going out on the Monday. And Japanese Breakfast made me go, okay, well, this is, she's a great performer. It's so good. I will say that the same critique of the, the album is the same critique of her live. Which is? Sometimes her, like, her singing and like ways she pronounces the words is like a mumble and mm. I don't know what she's saying sometimes. You've got, you've really taken artists to task at times for their intonation. Cause it's like, <laughs> I just, I don't know what you, she's saying. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to know what song that is. <laughs> um, I, I think it's, I think it actually is my top bop. So we'll get into it. We'll get into it later then. Um, I'm hoping you can hear that it is like, heavy downpour outside it is, it, we're getting nods from the engineering yeah. department here yeah we, it's we, raining cats and dogs <laughs> <laughs> move over prairie <laughs> but yeah like overall the the show was super fun mm. so happy mm-hmm. that this idea was sprung upon us uh, again aaron with the the clutch game time decision what i would say like, I, I feel like the ranking for me that I'd want to give it is like, would I go, would I actively go to another Japanese breakfast show again? And And I think that my answer is probably no, (gasps) but if Japanese breakfast is at like a, um, a festival, you'll go, I will like carve out the time to go. It it would, that's fair. I would rather see Japanese breakfast than like some random band. Oh yeah. So still like, not like, crazy mm-hmm. and if there's a if there's a ticket if if we get press passes i'll go which i mean the number of passes we get like we don't have t- that much time no to go to all these shows my I mean, mailbox mama i have to, I have to get second, second one of those i'm thinking about quitting my day job <laughs> I mean, just to go to free shows yeah exactly <laughs> nothing else is paid for <laughs> just the show just, just the, show. the show uh for me i mean if we're bopping or flopping a concert it was a total bop for me. Oh, yeah. I had a great time. Like you said, the visuals are so fun and colorful. The gong focal point on the stage had lights all around it. I love the gong. I will say that the first... It was used one time, the first song. The first song it was used. The and rest of the it, time it never got used. Then it served as a visual vocal point, which is awesome. We love that. Uh, uh, well, it, they built into it. The first couple songs, too, it mm. didn't light up, and then it started to light up. And then it was like, okay, yes. that you're taking this to a new level. That's right. It is now prop. And now, it's now camp. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yes, um, anytime she's in town, I'm getting a ticket. And if I get a press pass, ugh, even better. Even is, better. If I can get a, a press pass, meaning that press the seltzer brand, 
sponsors me to with go. With natural flavors. With natural flavors. Yeah. You heard it here first on Bopper Flop. Well, you can't find a 24-ounce press at First half. No. And Famously. That, yeah. They're, they're hard line white. You got to bring your own only. in. Yeah. That's like the kind of place, that's the kind of place for Savas. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> good luck with that. Ugh. But now going on to um, Jubilee. Mm-hmm. Studio album proper. Studio album proper. That's right. Simon, we've kind of flirted with this topic, but I'd love to know what your history with is with Japanese breakfast. So relatively new, actually. I I didn't know much about her pre... Oh, it's gorgeous outside. Anyways, um, <laughs> pre-Jubilee, uh, I didn't know much about her. I didn't know much about the journey. And of course, friend of the pod, Ray, as she usually does, said, hey, hot tip. Have you heard this album? And I got into it, and I immediately loved it. Um wow. Come to find she's written a, mem- a memoir called Crying in H-Mart. Yeah. Um, is that supposed to be Kmart? No. H-Mart is um, like the a convenience type store. I don't know. I'm really I didn't know if it was like a, a copyright thing, so they, she changed it from a K to it a... It is decidedly not Kmart. No. Got it. Makes yeah. sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ray is cursing us right now. FYI. I don't know. I'm, I'm the dumb one here. Look. All right. <laughs> So Crying in H-Mart, pick up a copy, incredible, incredible mm-hmm. book. Don't you, put it back down. Don't put it back down. But what I, you'll find is like there are, there's one line in particular that I can think of from the book that she used in the song Posing uh, in Bondage. And it's like her, you can tell in her lyrics, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you can tell in her lyrics, like her writing ability is so poetic and beautiful and it's so interesting to go from listening to her and you know seeing the songs that she's written to yeah like reading a memoir that she's written it was so fascinating and i'm actually getting to the point where i i feel like i need to reread it Mm -hmm. it was so good Mm -hmm. i haven't read a book in so long. That's crazy. Right? I think I'm going to try and read one when I'm in San Francisco. There are so many worlds out there for you to uncover. You I know. know. Yeah. I know. We famously talked about our ACT scores on the walk home. <laughs> we did. And yeah. it it totally makes sense that you have like a 31 because you, re- you read like all the fucking time. I did famously get a 35 on the reading section. 35 out of yeah. 36. Yeah. Like, but I, I feel like yeah. literally it's every other day there's a new book in your life. That's true. I try to escape my real life. As frequently as possible. And one of those ways I do it is reading. I love reading. It's so fun. Name three other ways you escape life now. <laughs> video video games. Um, porn. Porn, probably. And um, hanging out with my cats and Eric. So, yeah. yeah. Those are some good ways to escape That's all I really life. need. Yeah. Really? You can't ask for much more. <laughs> so, um, you have mentioned fairly new to Japanese breakfast. Yeah. I... Um... I will say that when you discovered Japanese breakfast and Ray was wanting to get on the pod and stuff, I did give Jubilee a listen. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel like it was for me. I didn't really get it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until um, Japanese breakfast was on SNL and there was the fun gong moment yes. that truly like had me go, there's something, oh, there's something here. This is kind of fun and kooky, wet yeah. little wackadoo. Yeah. And so I, uh, at that point, was like, 
maybe I need to give Japanese breakfast another chance. Yeah. And I didn't, though. <laughs> Love when that happens. It, <laughs> the intentions are good. But it wasn't until it was brought up here at uh, this week. Yeah, Bobber Flop Studios. Where we were going to decide we were going to go to this concert that I was like, you know what? Let's maybe do that. Like, yeah. let's do it. I'll finally give it a listen. I'll finally, like, sink my teeth into it. Well, there you go. And that's kind of my history with Japanese Breakfast. Mm-hmm. But um, Will mention I did uh, get the album on vinyl very soon after listening. So I knew I had to have it. If you are anyone for foreshadowing, um, that was a pretty big foreshadow in terms of Simon's review. Yeah, I've talked about it so many <laughs> times on this podcast. You know, I've, I've brought it up that you know we're going to do it. Oh, we're not doing it anymore. I'm really upset. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's been it's been the roller coaster, and we're finally doing it. We're finally doing it. Um, so Simon, what are your overall thoughts on your album? What are the things that you liked about it? Oh my gosh, I mean, entry level right when it starts playing. I love what she's doing with the sound. Yeah. It's so, it's just pleasant to listen to, I think. Mm-hmm. And throughout the album, it does, there's a similar effect throughout the various songs, but done in a different way. Right. So where it feels like, because you know some albums, it's really like when you listen through and you look back at the track list, it's like, mm, I'm not re- I'm not really sure I could tell you which one's which. And with this one for me, I thought that very quickly I was able to identify what was what. And maybe you have different opinions on that. I don't know. Why would you think I have different opinions? I don't know. Just, you know, body language, facial... <laughs> <laughs> All things that play well on an audio podcast. Yeah. yeah. If you have the video version of the podcast, um, <laughs> you'd be able to see my facial expressions. But yes, yeah. I mm-hmm. famously, I think just overall, I have a really tough time separating songs in albums, sure. especially if they're mm-hmm. an album like that has a cohesive drum beat to it, that yeah. has a cohesive musical theme to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do have a tough time with that, even though there were like songs that were different in different ways. Sure. Mm-hmm. I will say that the, the first two songs, I feel like are truly probably the most amped of the songs. And then it does kind of settle into where the rest of the album continues. Similar to the concert. Very starts, similar to the concert. Starts with a bang. Really does. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, which we talked about this last week with Harry's House is mm-hmm. like starting off with like the perfect song is the best way to start the album. Something that encapsulates, you know, what you're about to write what you're on. About to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. That reminds me, there was like this video that I watched today um, because I think Kennedy DC Davenport is going to be like the theme of next week's Drag Race episode oh, or something. That's right. Kennedy Davenport. And it was like some sort of clip. Uh, about Kennedy talking about oh, it was the, the um the Kennedy slapping Davenport like honors or to well you yes know, yeah the but it, it, it's a clip it's a clip of Kennedy like doing an interview for like All Star Six or something and Kennedy is is talking about like how you can impact one person they can impact another person <laughs> and like how you're you can like make such a big difference with yeah. your little your little mm-hmm. voice or whatever else but it turns into like she's like. And sometimes you just gotta hit the children. (laughs) But she doesn't mean like hit the children in that way. It's more like hit them with the point, hit them with like 
right the coverage or the issue or whatever else right but you take that little clip and next and it, thing you know fox news is there in a segment it had the same um drag queen says <laughs> the children the same reaction that like a peppermint gave with rice <laughs> Someone's like, hit the children. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> and then she's like, oh, oh, whatever. Well, you just need to touch the children. And they're like, uh, touch the children. <laughs> oh my gosh. That that race, the video with peppermint and bothered. Iconic. Queen, hysterical. The best it's hysterical. the best. If you don't know what we're talking about, YouTube, Bob the You don't have culture. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> First of all, if you don't know the video, don't talk to me. And yeah, there you move go. on. Move on. <laughs> Where were, what were we talking about? You know, the album. The album. That whole thing. I, ADD is kicking in, mama. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I liked the album. I thought it was a good listen. Um, I, I did enjoy it. I can't say that I'll always want to go back to it, but mm -hmm. I, I will want to go back and listen to the album as a whole. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I probably will take... Like cherry pick a couple songs into like a different playlist. Sure, sure. Mm. My last thing that I remembered I wanted to comment on before we give our official yeah, ratings, of course, of course, is that uh, Michelle of Japanese Breakfast mm -hmm. um, famously, I like to look at interviews and read interviews and all the whole thing, research as some call it. This was meant to be um, kind of the the joy album, the mm. well jubilee. Yeah, like mm. in a, less on the the negative tones, less than the sad tones, etc. And she gets a lot of praise for it. And then you have Lord over here who tries to do it. And people are like, this isn't melodrama. <laughs> yeah. When you build your brand as melodrama, you know, sometimes the children don't like change. I feel like I'm on this quest right now to make yeah. <laughs> Lord a bigger, more mentioned name on this podcast than... You're really putting in the work. The other artist that shall not be named. <sighs> I don't even want to talk about that. You are really on a kick to... You're, you're saying justice for solar power also. Literally. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Please listen to solar power. And you know what? When you have a platform, you have to speak to what's important to you. Yeah. There's no other issues affecting our world, our country, just, even our state. Just solar power. It's just solar power. Get it, number one. <laughs> Everything else can wait. They can be on the back. Exactly. Side. Exactly. So no, no, something no. I've noticed about, because we've, I mean, I've listened to this album so many times at this point. Right. And there is something that I can't quite put my finger on when it comes to like, there's a certain mood I need to be to listen to this album. And if I'm in the wrong mood, like it's, it wouldn't do it. It's so like the lyrics and just the melodies together are so visceral that it like really impacts me. Like I get really sad if I'm in the wrong mood and I listen to this album. And I just think that speaks a lot to her artistry. Like, I think she's so incredible, but I do have to be like checking with myself. Am I ready to listen to this album? Is she why. is she married to her guitarist that she was kind of like yeah that is it does explain why he got so many solos a lot of solos a lot of solos um yeah I completely relate to that yesterday I was walking Prairie listening to this album getting ready for this podcast getting ready mm -hmm. for the concert and I was having a good walk Prairie was not being a bitch when it came yeah. to like um, stopping and sniffing everything <laughs> but then. I had to fucking pass the mayor of our fucking city. Oh, 
Jacob. And it brought my mood down. It was really tough. Where, where was he spotted? Where is Jacob spotted? Outside of the liquor store, a um, couple blocks away. Taken to the bottle, has he? This, <laughs> Just and he, he has the audacity to give me like a, hey. And I'm like, I... Like he knows Jacob, the him? last time I talked to you, the last time I confronted you, you I yelled him. at you. <gasps> I yelled at you in front of your friends. You did? Yeah. You, you are pretty confrontational. I could see that happening. Well, like, it was like a situation where I was walking Prairie to daycare and I saw Jacob Fry. And famously, I take yeah. the same route back that I take yeah. to get to daycare. Yeah. And so on the way back, I would, like had built up the courage and I was like, you know what, Jacob? Yeah, you, let you need happen. like affordable housing is important to our city. Yeah, Jacob, and like if you're rent control. Like, I know he's listening. Oh yeah, yeah. He's probably he's been probably trying to be on just as much as Megan McCain with Las Culturistas. Just saying, not happening. Not happening. <laughs> Famously, we we go, Famously he we fucking got... bartended at all the fucking gay bars here over Pride weekend, and I was like, who I'm sorry, let you in? Wait, he did. Yeah, he he did like a tour to Jacob where he went for an hour at all the different gay bars, and like, who asked for that? Literally, I got... Were so the police in the parade, too? What? They were. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow, sounds like I missed it. It was a flip-flop type of pride this year. Interesting pride this oh. year, wow. Okay. okay, well... Anyways. <laughs> long story short, Justice for Solar Power, this album for me is a bop. Agreed. A total bop for me. Love this album. Can't wait to go listen to it on vinyl after this. Which... What song do you think you're going to listen to first? Alas, what is your top bop of the album? Well, if I'm listening to it on vinyl, I don't have a... Ch- well, I guess I do have a choice, but you technically you start from the beginning. Right. Yeah. Tough to kind of yeah, find move that top. around. Um, my top bop was uh, Kokomo. Well, let's give it a listen. I love it. Let's take a listen. <laughs> That was Kokomo, Indiana. I have to ask, do you like that song as much as I do? Not as much as you do. Probably not. Yeah. I really like this one. But I like the song and I like, uh, it's kind of about like, you've gone off and at least my interpretation is you've gone off and like, you're no longer in our small town, Mm -hmm. in our like kind of flyover state in this case. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm still here. If you come back, like. I'd like to see you. I'd like to see you again, maybe. I yeah. love that it's also like Kokomo, making it sound like it's going to be something like not from the United States, but then it's Kokomo, Indiana. Right. So it's very kind of like a, you think it's going to be something um, different, and then it ends up being just like a... Different but familiar. Different but familiar. Yeah. I love this song for so many reasons but i think there's i would describe this song as perfect oh i think that there's just like every now and then an artist gets something right where it's like lightning strikes like sometimes it happens twice in their career sometimes it doesn't but um this song the 
the the lyrics you can tell there's so much meaning personal meaning to to the lyrics for her which i have to mention written by michelle zahner period 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 okay very mitski of her so fucking cool yeah um but the the energy and the feeling behind the lyrics is matched so perfectly with the musical arrangement and just like the strings Mm -hmm. and the guitar in there is so light and perfect Mm -hmm. and just gorgeous and when the chorus comes around i'm like tears it's beautiful the way that they draw out the the chords and the guitar to kind of give it the 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 wow 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 sound that guitar solo very cool i think helps give it that that peaceful um and like a little tinge of melancholy very melancholy Mm. in the vibe yeah Yeah. so good very good song i love that song Mm. how about you aaron well um tough choice tough choice there are a lot of contenders but um the song that got me most jazz the song i saw on snl the song that made me go who is this gal? Yeah. I'm excited about this. Yeah. Um, is called Paprika. Oh, it's the opening track. Opening track. Let's take a listen. paprika Mm, mm. you gotta tell me why you chose that one you know this song is this like a lot of the other songs don't have the gong that's true this is the gong song this is the gong song and not just that it also like this is the song that i feel like best uses the horn ah yes um so you get a lot of like noises with it and then just the 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 way that the chorus comes in, it's kind of it's a, it's a build up into like a how does it feel? Nailed it per usual. Nailed it always, <laughs> but like um, it just is a very warm, happy song, and it just cements that you're gonna be in for a you're in for a show, baby. A happy album, yeah. uh, an album that just is gonna make you feel good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not a song to listen to after a breakup. More of a song to listen to when you're in a good mood to get mm-hmm. you even further there. Yeah, and I think she's talking about you know that that crazy rush she gets when she's performing, and oh yeah, and you're getting that. The, the energy from the crowd and it's such a really great visual and such a great way to start the album and she opened the show obviously with this one right as well and there is I, there is an undertone of the lyrics that i i captured too which mm-hmm. is there's a little bit of the emptiness of when it's all done of like yeah. it's so fun when you're out performing but mm-hmm. then when you're not it isn't as fun yeah it kind of can be a little lonely kind of crave that that experience it's kind of like people like there are some gays in the community that i i I seriously wonder if they could go to a party and not do molly (laughs) like i think that just why don't you name me okay just kidding just at me aaron (laughs) (laughs) but like you don't have to go to a circuit party or to anything and do and do molly like you will have fun, I promise you. Y- you will. Your and friends like, are there. 
your friends are there, you're enjoying it. And the thing is, is there's a thing called natural serotonin that you can What's have. What's that? You know, it just is something that can is that happen. like Sammy, that pill <laughs> I take? Something like that. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, this is one of the songs, too, that's like, I am so envious of people who are in that position where they, like, they have a unique voice and people get to hear it and they get to share that experience with people who are so in awe of like what they have to offer artistically. And it's like, God, sometimes I wish I was like, I wish I knew what that felt like, you know? You know what? I, I, I feel like the essence of that is fulfillment. Mm -hmm. I think for me, it's every time like someone comes up to me and tells me they had a great kickball season or every time someone like comes up to the podcast and they're like, Any time that I'm with you and someone is like, oh, hi, Aaron, you must be Simon from the pocket. And like, there's a recognition there. I'm like, it blows my mind. Yeah. It's so fun. And like, so that, that is, I think like in a weird way, our own way of getting that. That is our taste of getting that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, oh, I love that. But for me, it's just any time where I see like all of the work I'm putting in get recognized or Mm -hmm. get celebrated or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. that's also like when I think about like what makes me cry, like nothing Uh, makes me cry more than like when I see people being like fulfilled. Oh my gosh. Have I told you about the nights that I spend on YouTube every now and then just watching Oscars acceptance speeches primarily from actress and supporting actress? (laughs) I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like the acting stuff, I don't know. I see I had, I a hundred percent realize how ridiculous like things like the Oscars are and yeah. how it's just like the industry jerking each other off, like giving each other awards. And at the same time, I see Halle Berry accept that Oscar for Monster and I'm crying with her. I can't help it. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. am. I like seeing creative people succeed. <laughs> I can't help it. One thing that I've realized that I like, I don't know if it bothers it. I mean, it, it does bother me at least mm-hmm. like it, it's a new perspective I've added to like how I view things, but entertainment is this like a circle jerk. Oh, a hundred percent. Like you have all of like, you're watching these hot ones interviews. You're watching mm-hmm. all of these things mm-hmm. for these, these actors to get you more invested in them to get you more kind of excited. It's like, and then they're like, when they talk about their fucking craft, it is like, it is like nails on a chalkboard for me. Those interviews now where it's like the, the round table, the E round table. Oh my God. I'm obsessed with them. I'm obsessed. I love it. I'm, I'm so equally fascinated and repulsed by all of it. I can't stop. You know what I mean? Cause some people like Nicole Kidman talking about acting, I could eat it up all fucking day. I'm but I'm like, I, I, she is ethereal. She's transcendent. And I realize at the end of the day, it's like, yeah. Where are like, the, the, <laughs> it's, it's what I don't it. like, I would be okay with all of those videos. It'd be a lot more like palpable, which I do watch some of them. Like I just, I, you can't help it sometimes. I know. But like, why aren't there videos of like doctors, like world renowned doctors talking about how they were able to advance medicine or whatever else or perform these like procedures or whatever. Like 
why don't we have any sort of spotlight on anyone outside of the entertainment industry? It just baffles me. We've created a monster. God. The paparazzi and all. Which, speaking the of... The Hollywood reporters of it all. Just two days after um, this episode comes out, um, the first Chromatica Ball, are you going to be looking at the set list? I'm so undecided. I've lost sleep about it. I don't know if I, I'm going to. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look at the set list once. Okay. To get me excited. Okay. And I'm never going to look at it again. Okay. So how, how far out in advance? Concert is August 15th. When are you looking at the set Saturday. List? The Sunday. Saturday. That day? No. No, like... Oh, the day before. Sorry. Like Excuse it, me. The, the, so, no, like the first show is this coming Saturday. I know, but the one that we're seeing. Yeah, I'm going to look at the set list this coming Saturday. <laughs> it's going to be an immediate, like, I'm, a, I'm the type of person that, like, okay. Marvel shit, gotcha, I'm, like, gotcha. looking at spoilers or, like, You are? Oh, that's no fun. Only a little bit. Do you open your presents before Christmas? Well, usually, like, other thing is, you're, I'm sure your parents do the same fucking thing. What do you want for Christmas? And you're like, yeah. What's the like? I could if there's anything I want, I buy it. World peace. How about that? World peace. Yeah. Justice for solar power. <laughs> yeah. A lot of things you can't buy. Things you can't. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm sure I could spend enough money to get her to be number one. You know, <laughs> you probably there's could. probably a way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's all. I, I don't. I don't know where yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't know where you're talking about with that. Anyways. Fucking brain farts. I know. Biggest flop. Oh, God. I was hoping we could avoid. It's a tough. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. And it's a tough for me one because in albums where it all sounds so cohesive, and it is a bop of an album because 100%. of that cohesiveness, mm -hmm. it's hard to find the song that you're like, that one? Yeah. Usually it ends up being the last one. For me, it wasn't the last one. Mm, what was it? It was the song before the last one. Okay. Tactics. No. It just... I'm shocked. It didn't feel like it was, um, it didn't really do as much for me. Okay. Within the grand scheme of the album, it didn't bother me, but like in, in the listen through as I was trying to figure out what it would be, I was like, could be this. And then I kept going, I was like, could be this, and then I landed on kept tactics. Honing, kept honing back in on tactics. Kept mm -hmm. honing back on it? Well, in classic Simon fashion, it is the last song of the album for me. Mm -hmm. Posing for Cars. Um, didn't hate the song, just felt like if yeah. I if someone had you know chopped it off at the end, I might not notice. I I, I wouldn't. All, I definitely wouldn't notice. But I'm more because I mean, <laughs> we've discussed five listens. We've you discussed. Know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm so glad we finally got to talk about this album because it definitely deserves our attention. It deserves the world's attention. Oh, of course, absolutely. And I'm so glad that uh, we were able to go to the show. <sighs> And I'm so glad that um, you'll be seeing, uh, actually before we, you'll be seeing uh, either a couple of weeks of breaks or <laughs> if we can get our shit together, or you might be seeing an episode that Simon's leading without me. That's a tease. That's we'll, a tease. We'll you'll, just see what happens. We'll, we'll put it out there in the universe. We'll see what and happens. If you see us in a month, well, it didn't happen. It, it, it could have been a month. It could have been a month. <laughs> so, um, Aaron, what is that song, not album related, your single obsession? You've been cranking it all week. What have you been listening to? 
you know, so there is um, this DJ that I've been listening to. Um, I, I listen to a lot of DJ sets when I'm at the gym, and there's this DJ that literally, like, the cover of it was a drag queen, like, and I was okay. like, who, Interested. Is, who is this? Interested, yeah. Turns out uh, their name is Jody Harsh. Oh, yeah, I'm familiar. And they just put out a brand new song called um, Shock. Okay. And it is, it is a finger tapper. It is like a... I'm going to be playing at the club. Yeah, Jody is like pretty well known in the drag scene for her DJ. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't realize she had a new a new offering though. It's I'll actually being it played in like normal playlists, like regular playlists Hell have it. Yeah. And I'm like, "Yes, Jody, I'm all work. about that." That's the kind of drag mainstream evolution that I'm into. You know what I mean? What about yeah. you, Simon? What what was your um, single obsession of the week? Well, I have to give credit to my lover. Eric, he uh, he put me on to one Kate LeBon. Uh, she has a song called Moderation off her Ooh. her latest uh, album, which I think was released earlier this year. But um, it's a go to. You might be you might like her vibe, Aaron. I would check her out. When Eric sends me music, which has not been very frequently lately, okay. Eric, Eric, um, it's always been good shit. Yeah, Watch a T also sent me. Oh yeah, how do you pronounce that name? It's like wax a wax a something. I thought it's like watch a tea. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't fucking know. If you're if you're listening and you know, um, send us a, a vocal clip of you saying it. Maybe I'll YouTube it after. Maybe, we'll maybe see. not. Maybe, maybe it'll be a mystery. I have good intentions. It's kind of like Tuve Lu, you know. <laughs> Tuve Lu, yes. Sometimes it doesn't look like how it's pronounced. That's right. Sometimes things are Swedish, and sometimes things are American. Simon, you're American. Where can people find you in America? That was a great segue, by the way. Um, well, you can find me on the virtual webs, uh, on Instagram, by Meta. Ugh, that company, you know. Anyways. You can... I hate what they're doing. Yeah. The feed now, I don't even want to be on that fucking app. I also never wanted to be on it, but like, it's terrible I'm, a, now. I'm hoping they just keep making such awful decisions that I'm like, I don't want to be here. And I just get off social media. We'll see. I'm so close. I'm so. I take me with you, because <laughs> I'm, I'm still, unfortunately, like it's so built into my muscle memory. Oh yeah. Ugh, I hate everything about it. But anyways, you can find me on that platform at the Real Assignment, or you can look up our uh, podcast page at Bob or Flop Podcast. And you? if you are interested in Simon's music. Oh, uh, his, thank his, you. His favorite music selections. That's right. He has a playlist where he goes, I like that song. That one slaps. I'm adding it to my playlist. Sometimes the song doesn't slap. Sometimes it's a, it's yeah. more of just a kiss on the cheek. Oh. But um, all the songs at, end up on the playlist, and it's called right. I Love This Playlist. And you Ex can find it on Spotify. Exclusively on Spotify. Exclusive. I am signed. Signed. Just like Joe Rogan. <laughs> We're both signed. I'm in a contract. I don't want to... It's, it's real, a package deal. It's real dicey. <laughs> I didn't say that. All right. <laughs> it's real dicey, the politics, but I am on contract, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Famously. And you can find me at the Aaron on all socials. It'll be in the podcast description because I have a weird name. Yeah. Um, fun episode. It's always a pleasure, Aaron. And uh, I'll either see you um, next week, in a couple weeks. Or never again. Who knows? Who knows? You never know with Bopper Flop. You have to take every minute of every day. That's right. You can't take it for granted. One day at a time. Yeah. For all yeah. we know, I could be dead. 
Don't lose your cool and you'll be fine. Simon, you could be mute. <laughs> it's true. But but together we will continue with this podcast. That's right. All right, peace and blessings. Bye. Bye.